it's a delicate chip out of the bunker. And oh, look at that, the podcast has rolled straight into the middle of the hole. Welcome back to the Punt Golf Podcast, episode three, with Callum Stone Street and George Baker. George, most important question of the day, what are you drinking? Uh, I've got a bottle of Hop House 13 lager. How does uh, that taste? Yeah, I like it. Yeah? What about you? Uh, I've got a Krabby's, a favourite of mine. Haven't had one for a few days. <laughs> a few days. Nice. Um, so, how do you think last week went? I think it went well. I enjoyed talking about Tiger Woods. Yeah. Um, it was interesting to sort of, like we said last week, but scratch the surface of a career of one of the greats, if not the greatest. Um, but I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, it was good. Yeah, we, want to uh, hear, we want to hear feedback on it as, as much as possible, so yeah. you guys can let us know what you thought of it or um, or who you'd like us to speak about next. That'd be, that'd be great and much appreciated. Uh, so today we're talking about the Ryder Cup 2018, which we'll get onto in just a minute. But uh, said anything on social media or in the news this week about the Golf World Cup? George, I've seen a question on Golf Digest. Um, should match play be used at the majors, at any majors? Um, personally, I'd say no. Oh, really? Um, just because I think the beauty of stroke play at majors is you can have a bad first or second round and still be in contention on the Sunday, depending on where it is. However, people are playing, of course, but I think you can you do have the ability to play poorly one day and then come back from that. Whereas, of obviously, if it's match play, you play poorly, you're out. So, I don't know. What about you? Let's say they were going to do it one day at a major. What would it be like as the first day, and what would it be like as the penultimate day? Would that work? Could it work? Um. I think it would either have to be the first day, almost like a qualifying round. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? To sort of half the field rather than having... Or you have it on the uh, on the second day as almost instead of the cut. That is the cut. Yeah, yeah. That Do you know what I mean? Sense, so, yeah. so you have... Or, or you have two of them. So you you then have a quarter of the, of the field size for, this, for the weekend. Yeah. So, you, so that's missing the cut. I, I guess that could work. Personally, I don't see it being used, but it, it, you'd never know, do you? So, I mean, I imagine they're always looking at, at something, slight changes here and there, and if that were to come in, it'd be interesting to see, interesting yeah. to watch. But, I yeah, mean, it's like... They've already got, far away. already got the Dell Tech match play tournament, so I think... Uh, I don't know, I think that's sort of got its place. And also, big tournaments, you've got the Ryder Cup, which is match play, so I think... You've almost got it covered. You don't there's need it in a major. Ways, there's two ways you can look at it. One, they're already doing it. Yeah. So, no, no need to add do it, it yeah. anymore. The other side of that coin is they're already doing it and people are enjoying it. Yeah, and so it do it more. So, yeah, of course, but, yeah. Yeah, I don't think there's any right or wrong answer. I think either way it's <laughs> going to be, it would be enjoyable to watch, but it's enjoyable as it is, so... Yeah, definitely, I, I agree. Do you think they could add a fifth major? Fifth major? The players is already classed as, in inverted commas, the fifth major. What if they made that 
uh, an official uh, an manager. Official would, manager. That, um, would that change <clears throat> anything, really? Uh, I think it would, because it then wouldn't be a PGA Tour event, and it is the sort of poster of the PGA Tour. That's TPC Sawgrass. That is the main event of the year on the tour. So it's. I think it's... Uh, it's just classed as the fifth major, but I don't think they ever would. I think they could, but I don't think they will. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. Yeah, I think it's, it's almost like <clears throat> it's the main event of the PGA Tour, and that's how the PGA Tour sort of set it. So it's like, it's not a major, but it's the closest thing to while being on tour. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Have you You've got like a warm-up as well to the majors because it comes just, yeah, before the, just before the Masters and then you're into major season. But I don't care. Of course. Yeah, no, sorry, I was just going to ask if you've seen anything well, on social media. Yeah, um, a couple of charity matches coming up. Yeah. So, uh, 17th of May, you've got um, Taylor May sponsoring a little sort of tournament it's not really a tournament just a just a match um, in Florida all adhering to the social distancing guidelines so you've got Ricky Fowler paired with Matt Wolf and Dustin Johnson paired with uh, Rory McIlroy and I think that specific pairing will be really interesting because you've got two big hitters yeah, in there long hitters yeah. and uh, yeah I mean obviously Fowler and Wolf aren't exactly short hitters, but compared to Johnson and uh, McElroy, yeah, they're just something else. Yeah, that's what they're known for, isn't it? Exactly, yeah. And uh, and then the following Sunday, uh, you've got uh, the Champions Charity Match. So you've got um, Tiger Woods and Peyton Manning versus Phil Mickelson and Tom Brady. So I think that'd be pretty cool. Who will you be supporting? Oh, see, this is the thing. When I was first started watching the Super Bowl was when uh, the Patriots were doing really well so I really enjoyed watching Tom Brady so uh, but it's Tiger I think I've got to stick with Tiger I don't like Phil Mickelson yeah I don't know just kind of annoying isn't it yeah I think so yeah um, I don't know I'll probably I'll probably be Team Tiger all the way (laughs) (laughs) Um, but yeah I think that so that's uh, the 17th and the 24th of May uh, Where can we see those? Uh, both on Sky Sports, I believe. Um, in America, I think they're on NBC for any American fans out there. Uh, but yeah, so I think it'd be something to look forward to. Yeah, definitely, especially with uh, especially with no golf being played recently, it'd be something exciting to watch. Definitely. Uh, speaking of content, we've uh, we've made a our first YouTube video this morning, which should be coming out fairly soon. Just uh, just a case of editing and stuff now but um, yeah we've just done a, uh, a it's part one of the what's in the bag series um this first episode will be about uh, george baker my bag yeah it was and, quite, uh, quite yeah. a bit of fun to record i enjoyed chatting about what clubs i'm gaming at the minute um yeah, what clubs i want to game it's just a shame that um that we haven't been able to use them of late yeah of course and we don't know when the next time we are going to be able to use them yeah i think we'll um we'll just uh inside recording that today but maybe in the future we'll do like a quick what's in the bag do some distances and whatever yeah. so, so yeah, that'll that be quite should, exciting be it's, a, it's a weird one because every week we're hoping by next week we'll have heard something yeah or yeah. you know maybe by the time this episode is, yeah, is released we might have uh, we might have heard but 
can't yeah, see. Yeah, I mean, there's meant to be a press conference on Sunday night from Boris Johnson, giving instructions on how they're going to ease the guidelines. But I don't know whether they're whether that will be given any dates, but yeah, we'll see. We might we might know by the time this is aired. Uh, whether we can play golf again, which would be nice. Definitely. Well, as George said earlier, this week is all about the uh, 2018 Ryder Cup, which we'll hear more about just after the So, welcome back uh, to part one of the Ryder Cup 2018. So, Ryder Cup 2018 at Le Golf National in France on the Albatross course just southwest of Paris. Nice. Nice spot. Yeah. Um should we just start off with the overall score or do you want to save that to the end? I mean a lot of people are gonna know the score anyway, so uh, I think they'll know, but let's let's work through it day yeah. by day, I think. Works for me. So uh Friday started off uh, in the morning, four sets, four balls, so that's best ball Two players hit and play the best ball. I mean, no, the format of four ball. So, first out was Kepka and Finau against uh, Rose and Rahm. That's a strong... That's a strong four to start with, isn't it? I think. Yeah. yeah, big names. Yeah. Out early, obviously it's the Ryder Cup, so they're all... Or well, the majority of them are household names everywhere. Yeah, exactly. Um, that one ended with uh, Kepka and Finau winning... By one, so just to the to the eighteenth, it was all even to the eighteenth, and then Kirk and Fino won that one. So that's a nothing, difficult start, but, um, but nothing too dramatic. No, to so up. yeah, um, and then next out was Dustin Johnson and Ricky Fowler against Rory McIlroy and Olison. Sorry, so that was a not a bad pair, not a bad four again, uh, and then that finished US four and two. So again, two points after that. Uh, then uh, Thomas and Spieth uh, against Casey and Hatton. So, again, I mean, like you said before, it's just there's going to only be big names in there. But um, Thomas and Spieth obviously being close friends. Uh, might have been a bit of fun for them. They'd play a lot together anyway. But they finish one up as well, Thomas and Spieth. So at this point, being three down after three matches. Wasn't looking too clever, was it? No, no, it wasn't looking good. But then... Reed and Woods uh, against Molinari and Tommy Fleetwood, the two sort of superheroes of the whole tournament. Uh, Mollywood, as they later got dubbed. Uh, so they won 3 and 1. So that's a good end to the first session uh, after a bad start. So, so finish, the finish in the first. Isn't it? You're a, you're a Tiger Woods fan. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So uh three and one ends up finishing after after the morning session. Yeah, I remember that. I remember uh, yeah, it's not being too optimistic about the rest of the tournament, especially yeah. especially coming into it after losing in two thousand and sixteen. It's uh it's a little bit upsetting, but uh afternoon session comes around and I mean, the Europeans win all four, so it's uh, it's a great great afternoon session. Stenson and Rose, that's a good pairing. Yeah, really good pairing. Seems level headed pairing. That one. Yeah, I think they keep each other in check. Yeah, almost. They're, they're calm players. And the, sorry, so the afternoon session was the foursomes. Yes. So alternative shots. Um, 
And they were against Dustin Johnson and Ricky Fowler. So not an easy not an easy not pair. Easy, no, but I think that that's more of an erratic pairing than yeah. Stenson and Rose seem to be more level headed, more consistent to me anyway. Yeah. Slightly older, maybe. Yeah, that, uh, that would help. Bit more maturity maybe. Give a bit of an advantage. Um, it's just that experience of those big, big yeah. Games, big I mean, events. even here, so experience. The the next pairing out was uh, Bubba Watson and Webb Simpson, and that they're two fairly seasoned professionals. Uh, but they lost four and two to this is this is a good pairing for any Ryder Cup pair. Ian Poulter and Rory McIlroy. That's that's the one you want to be watching. As I think so. If you're, yeah. if you're following a pairing, I think I think that's the one. That's the one. Even if they're not on their game, you know there's going to be big Man, moments yeah, in there. Yeah, moments in there. Um, and then then come out Phil Mickelson and Bryson DeChambeau, uh, who lose to Sergio Garcia and Alex Noren. Um, that's a good pairing as well. Again, two seasoned professionals who have been at the top of the game for years and know the way around Ryder Cups. So, uh, And then last out, uh, Thomas and Spieth stayed together as a pairing. Like I said before, we're very good friends, so they know each other's game very well, so that's quite a good pairing. Uh, who inevitably lose to M- Mollywood. Uh, so, like I said, at the end of that, at the end of day one, you're looking at Europe European team being 5-3 up, and it's starting to look a bit more, a bit more exciting. No, it's difficult because they're all good golfers, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but do you think uh, Jim Furyk got it right? Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, you're not. You, you don't know um, who they're going to be up against, but you think he got the parents right? Um, it's difficult to say, really, because obviously we've got hindsight as an advantage. I. I don't know whether I would have paired Woods and Reed. Yeah. Personally, I but know I know I've said it before. I don't really like Reed, but I just don't think that that pairing. I don't think Reed's personality would sit well with Woods. Obviously, we don't know. Yeah, of course. Sure, yeah. Just as an we actor, only see what's on TV. So. As outsiders looking in, um, I, I wouldn't. Yeah, I couldn't see that working too well. But who would you have paired uh, Woods with? I think Bubba Watson maybe I think he would have maybe brought out the fun sides more for Woods do you know what I mean and then I think they would have levelled each other out quite well I think Bubba Watson doesn't take himself too seriously and I think when Woods is uh, is is sort of relaxed is when he plays some of his best golf I think mm-hmm. so I think that would have been quite a good pairing but I, like I say it's all hindsight but I think obviously uh Thomas Bjorn got it very right with Molly Mollywood. Yeah. Molinari and Fleetwood. I think they obviously just gelled very well together. That's the thing, because you need you need them to be comfortable. Um but you need to be them they need to be on form. And then that's to, got nothing yeah. to do with the captains. They need to get on as well. Yes, but there's they can get on, but if they're not playing well, I mean, yeah. It's, it, yeah. it doesn't matter the chemistry. And these two that seem to have sort of Weekend of their lives, do you know yeah. what I mean? So that, yeah, definitely. Just really enjoyable. So after uh, after that, so comes on to Saturday morning, four balls. Um, Kepka and Fino out again first. This time they faced up against uh, Sergio Garcia and Rory McIlroy. 
Um, the European pair won two and one, so I think that's a good pairing as well. Obviously, mm-hmm. um, Johnson and Fowler come out against Paul Casey and Tyrrell Hatton. I think that's a really good pair. I think they're both laid back enough that they can just relax into the golf. And well, they know they both know that they're not the best players out there on that day. Mm-hmm. Um, but you don't, you know. I think that's, I think that's the thing. Was, I think there's not pre- there's no pressure. They know they're the biggest names. It's not that they're not expected because that's now for Poulter. He's done it so many times that mm-hmm. people are looking at him in mm-hmm. these big moments to like, right, right socks up. up and and yeah. sort of drag, especially when behind. Yeah, well, yeah, exactly. So I think, like you say, they just didn't have any pressure on him against Dustin Johnson and Ricky Fowler, who are two unbelievable golfers do you know what I mean like and they end up winning three and two so it's looking good there um, and then next out Reed and Woods again against Molinari and Fleetwood just like on day one but the, I mean again losing to Molinari and Fleetwood four and three but I think uh, I think we've said a lot about them that, them four players so mm-hmm. uh and then last out in the morning session was Thomas and Spieth again um, against Poulter and Rahm. So, again, two. I think Poulter and Rahm would have been quite a good pairing as well. Just that uh, I'm fortunate to lose two and one. So, I think, uh, I don't think that was a bad call. Mm-hmm. Um, so, after that, after the morning session, it's 8-4 uh, to the European team. So, starting to look comfortable. Um Obviously, first to 14 and a half, and it's a better morning than Friday. Yeah, definitely, yeah. Yeah, I think that's the thing. After coming off the back of that amazing sort of run in the afternoon session on Friday, I think you just got sort of got the wind in your sail a bit. And you need to keep that momentum going. Exactly, yeah. You can't let it, you can't let it change. Yeah, and, and then the afternoon session was a bit more sporadic with the, uh, with the points. So, Dustin Johnson and Brooks Kepka, what... That's another long hitting pair, isn't it? Like yeah. we said earlier about Johnson and McElroy. But... What do we What do we see the other day? Kepka can drive almost 300, 300 yards with his left hand, or left handed. Sorry, carry was that? Yeah, flipping mad, isn't it? Yeah, that is that is large. Yeah, but inevitably lost to Henrik Stenson and Justin Rose in that pairing. Uh, so that was obviously a good pairing again. Worked out well the first session of Friday afternoon. And then uh, Watson and Simpson, again together, uh, who actually then beat Garcia and Norrin in the match. Uh, Woods and Deschambeau, I think that was smart to change mm-hmm. Woods out. They'd obviously, you could, I mean, you can tell the American team were trying to get Molinari and Fleetwood because, again, playing Molinari and Fleetwood, Woods was. So Mol- Woods has played against Molinari and Fleetwood in pretty much all of their matches. So they had obviously tried to get Woods to go at them. So it obviously hadn't worked because Molinari and Fleetwood, again, win another point for the European team. And then last out on the Saturday before the singles matches on the Sunday, uh, Spieth and Thomas again beating... Poulter and McElroy, but um, yeah, I think I think it's just unlucky that Poulter and McElroy didn't play particularly well together across the two days. But only getting one point out of the two, but you know, 
you'd take that. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, so at the end of play on the Saturday, it's looking at uh, 10 6 to the European team. There's an interview with Thomas Bjorn on the Saturday night, and he just said, We're not there yet, so don't get excited. Yeah. We've still got to get four and a half points in the singles matches, and that's not an easy thing to do. I think he was. Especially if the first few go to. Go to USA. Exactly, yeah. Then it starts to a bit of unease starts to set in, doesn't and it? You're chasing it, and it. Exactly, yeah. I I wouldn't fancy that pressure. No, no. Um. Yeah. Who would you Who would you have liked to have played with in the, if you're in the European team? Who would you like to have played with? Not knowing who you're up against, but. Uh, I think uh, I'd like to play with Poulter at a Ryder Cup. Yeah. I think that would just be unbelievable. Just seeing him at work it would be brilliant. So I think yeah. I'd, I think any pairing with Poulter against anyone, especially in if it was against Woods, but especially in Europe, playing with Poulter, yeah, would, definitely it would be a, a big thing. And, and that's the thing. Um, I mean, the USA haven't won a, U- a Ryder Cup in Europe since 1993, so the odds were with us. But it's uh, yeah. So that's just a little recap of the. Uh, Friday and Saturday at the 2018 Ryder Cup uh, standings being 10-6 to the European team mm-hmm. going into the Sunday singles. So come back for part two of the Ryder Cup 2018 where we chat about the Sunday singles matches. Of the Ryder Cup 2018 recap with Callum and George. Um, this is this will be focused on the Sunday singles. Firstly, um, first up, Furyk sent out Justin Thomas, and Bjorn sent out a Rory McIlroy. Um, Justin Thomas won, won that one up uh, to bring the score to ten uh, seven to Europe. Uh-huh. Uh, McIlroy ended up only winning what was that one point? Yeah, I think the, yeah, only winning one point. It's a bit disappointing, really, isn't it? It's... Oh, one two. Sorry, one two. Two okay. points. Okay. Which it's it's not not anything special, is it? It's it's two important points, obviously. But when you see someone as talented as Rory, you you it's sort of expect him to win every point. Yeah. Um, possible. It, well, it, not always. Not all down to him. No, the definitely not. Foursomes. I mean, that's. Yeah, of course. Um, I mean, the problem is when you sin him play so well and then have a down patch sort of when he could have been having his best years of his life and now coming back to being uh, top of the game again it's just difficult I think also you can be playing your uh, you can be playing good golf but if someone's playing better I mean that's sort of out your hands yeah definitely I mean and that's that, like, that sort of goes back to a point we were saying last week about Tiger Woods it, it's one thing being at the top of the game, but to consistently be better than everyone. Everyone else, else in the field—that's the thing. And Rory McIlroy has had spells where he's been the best in the game. Currently, probably is. Do you know what I mean? But there, it spells, yeah. and that's what sets him apart from Tiger, I think. Mm-hmm. But um, obviously, a great player, and yeah. I think that's probably not even a bad choice to send out first. No, I, th- I, I think, think I think smart. I mean, won a couple of points that that. Uh, that weekend Thomas had obviously won a few more but so 10-7 to Europe USA probably think they're 
getting into it. Yeah, starting you, to ease into the singles matches. I mean, you wouldn't... Everyone's going to be nervous. It's such a big stage and big occasion that everyone's going to yeah. be nervous. The scoreline... I think when you're out there, you have got to focus on your own matches. Uh, the yeah. next match being uh, Brooks Kepka and Paul Casey. Yeah. Um, Casey, I think Smart sending out second. Uh, like we said before, level-headed, isn't he? He's, uh, I think so. Doesn't always let the occasion get the better of him, I think. And uh, they... Uh, half the point. Yeah, so, so that's... Seven that's, and a half, ten and a half. It stops It's that. a good half for, for, for the... For the they European win team. that first two... I think that's, yeah, it's that's difficult. It's difficult. Could be a huge turning point. Yeah. Um, in the game, a momentum swing mm-hmm. it would would have been massive. Um, again, that they finished that second half. The point went right to the end. So, um, third, you got Webb Simpson and Justin Rose. This one did go Justin Rose. He won three and two. Yeah. Um, so that's bit of a finished swing third. of momentum, isn't it? Eight and a half, ten and a half. I don't know if you're starting to think then, aren't you? Four more wins out of how many were we at? So out of nine more matches. Do you know what I mean? You're thinking the odds are starting to favour the European team here. Yeah, I mean, but Webb Simpson won the point. He's shortened the gap to two. Yeah. But it's still, if you Europe, you've got to be confident with the with the remaining um, nine nine matches that they're going to win some points. Yeah. Uh, the next one to finish was the fifth one out, which was uh, Finau uh, Fleetwood. Finau won that. Yeah. Six four nine and a half ten and a half one point gap. It's getting a bit. It's getting a bit uneasy there, isn't it? I think that's good. It's Fleetwood who'd had a good a good few days. Yeah, very good. The only point um, he dropped all weekend. But Tony Finau was. He's he's a good player. Bearing in mind Fleetwood was a rookie at the Ryder Cup. Yeah. Winning four matches out of five, it's pretty good going, isn't it? I think. Yeah, uh, I think. I don't know. As a player, you must want to. You must want to win those single points. Yeah. Have that. You know. Yeah, sort of, I, th- I think it's. I, I, but saying that, I think winning with a partner is sort of part of the Ryder Cup experience as well. Yeah. So, because uh, they don't normally get to experience that on the normal tour. Do you know what I mean? So I think it's it's quite a nice thing to have the team point and win but uh, like even though I say that you're right about the singles point that's where you're really sort of showing trying to show your best golf do you know what I mean you're trying to prove something to anyone really yeah definitely so there's a one point one point gap now um, and the next one to finish uh, was this seventh uh, seventh match out which was at Spieth Ollison okay um, that one going to Ollison five and four Spieth didn't have the best week, uh, best few days. No, he didn't. And I don't know if he's been at his best since. No, went two, uh, three points, three points out of a possible five. So, but I think that was coming into it. He was he was expected to. He was playing really well. He was expected to be the next big thing. Mm-hmm. I, I believe. Yeah. Well, he just won the Masters in two thousand and sixteen. So it was, it was two years after that, matured a little bit more. Like you say, yeah, it's just settled to down and, and sort of crack on from there. Yeah. But he hasn't no. since then. No, um, he hasn't, unfortunately. Um, good for Europeans. Yeah, of course. For, for, for that day. Yeah. Um, and then next one to finish was the fourth one out. Woods Rahm. Went to Rahm, two and one. 
Imagine winning a point at the, the Ryder Cup in a singles match against Tiger Woods. I believe he said it was very emotional winning winning that point. Yeah, yeah. definitely. And also just just curious, there's, there's uh, a three point gap now. Yeah, that's a and big that's a big thing. Woods didn't have the best tournament, did he? No, but since it's been off the back of that that he's sort of been showing signs of his of his best self, yeah, as, exactly, we, as we yeah. said last week. Yeah. But um, yeah, three point gap now. Twelve and a half points for Europe. <sighs> Two points to win it now. Yeah, it's just. You've got, to be, you've got to be confident in the ability of, of those golfers to be able to get out there and, yeah. and win. And speaking of, speaking like that, the next one to finish was Poulter winning two up against Dustin Johnson. Again, Postman, delivering once again. Yeah, Postman delivering. Yeah, once again, 13.5 to 9.5. It's so close now. Uh, yeah, it's, it's within touching distance. And I'll, I'll let you carry on. And Jules, do, do you know who won the next point? Uh, was it Molinari? It was yeah. Molinari against Phil Mickelson. Yeah, four and two. The, the, the just, I think it's fitting that Molinari wins that winning point. Yeah, because after the few days, after, after days yeah, he's had. after the yeah, maximum points for Molinari, five out of five. Playing, I think I, I listened to an interview with uh, Ian Poulter about Medina a couple of uh, a couple of weeks ago, and uh, Medina. Uh, Medina, sorry. And uh, just saying that the Ryder Cup, because it's such a big thing, it, it's really difficult to get into the headspace. And when you're not playing golf, you want to be playing golf, but it's so emotionally draining and yeah. physically draining. So to be able to play in all five rounds, to play morning and afternoon on the Saturday and the Sunday, and then to be sent out on the Sunday in a singles match... The, the amount, and then to win it overall, to yeah, win, to win the, that to, to, yeah, to have that decisive moment. I think it was fitting that Molinari had that moment. Yeah, it was. It, he he deserved it. I think. I think he had earned his place to win that decisive point for the team after the weekend he'd had. And like I say, it must have been so emotionally draining for him and physically draining to play five rounds of golf across three days. Is playing very and well. to play at that level. To win all five matches is outstanding, really. 100%. Um, and then Stenson, Garcia and Noren went on to win points for Europe with Patrick Reed winning 3-2 and two against Tyrrell Hatton okay. uh, to finish at 17.5 to 10.5. 17.5 to 10.5. It's a big enough gap, isn't it? It's I mean, that was, a, that was a great day, um, that Sunday. Yeah, yeah, I remember watching it and just... Uh, yeah just being so emotional just being so happy just watching it that's the thing you don't you don't think about golf in that way you don't think about specific golfers in that way sometimes like other Europeans especially you know on the, on the tour and in the majors you don't you just don't support it that way you have your favourites doesn't really matter what nationality they are yeah then as soon as the Ryder Cup comes around that all goes out the window it's and it's and you're European different. and that's it do you know yeah. what I mean? It is, it is odd, isn't it? But it's, it's so much fun. And it's, it's, it's that different format, that team spirit almost, the sort of togetherness that it brings. It's, Just especially coming from like a football background and football fans. It, yeah. It just feels more like, and closer to that. Yeah, definitely. Um, more familiar. 
Yeah, so subconsciously you just have that reaction to the the team sport. I think. Yeah, team spirit. Um, team, yeah. Supporting a team. Yeah. Against another team, you know, it's. Yeah, definitely. Uh, uh, even the scoring, it's uh, is more familiar, you know. That. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Getting a point and or just almost like getting a goal, yeah. isn't it? It's like scoring a goal, and but yeah, it's like it's trying to achieve that certain point with twenty eight points being available, fourteen and a half to win it, and getting to that point is just yeah. Brilliant, but so just a little overview: the the three top point scorers across the weekend. So you've got Molinari five out of five, which we just said. Uh, Tommy Fleetwood four out of five points, and uh, Justin Thomas four out of five points. So two rookies in there. So Thomas and Fleetwood never playing Ryder Cups before, both having really good Ryder Cups. But if you are Justin Thomas. I think you can't help but feel a little disappointed. You've done all you can. Do you know what I mean? You've won four out of your five matches. And like I said before, it must be physically and emotionally draining to play five matches in, a, in three days. To play five rounds of 18 holes. It's, it's a lot. Do you know what I mean? So to, to play that much, to get four points and overall it sort of be for nothing... Do you know what I mean? He's done all he can for his team. And, and set, set out first, win his point, yeah. set it up for exactly, yeah. to sort of see him follow his lead. And, yeah, uh, it, it must be difficult, but it's... Uh, it's the thing, you don't know how it would feel, because it is usually um, a solo so, sport. Yeah. You don't know whether he's happy with that because he has done all he can, or... Yeah. Or if he thinks, you know, the team's let me down. down. Yeah, it's it? difficult, isn't it? How uh, Would you have changed anything with the order sending sending those out? Where would you put... Where would you put the the sort of big names, big hitters? Uh, I'm not sure. Where, where did you say Poulter went out, sorry? So, Poulter went out sixth, I believe. Yeah, OK. Right in the middle. I think just... It's a, that's not a bad spot just in case they have uh, USA have one yeah I think, I think that's a safe place to put him yeah. rather than sending him out early it I think, could all I be think, in vain exactly it's, um, it's good to send him out with him being able to sort of be maybe on the on the well, 11 know, or something and seeing the, the whole pressure. yeah exactly seeing the whole sort of leaderboard in front of him and just knowing what he's got to do and deliver it so I think I think that's a good call there. Um, I don't I don't think Bjorn made any terrible decisions with that pet with that uh, final day pet uh, sort of sort order. Of so. up, yeah, I think I think it was uh, pretty pretty good actually. He sort of mixed it up. He's obviously sent McElroy, Casey, Rose out first three, three you know not necessarily old but experienced yeah. players on um, on that sort of stage. So smart. You then got Rahm and Fleetwood. Two sort of rookies. Yeah, younger, and then Poulter to, to follow that up. So, yeah, I think he made it. I don't, yeah, I don't think that's a terrible order to put them players in. I think he actually did. I think he was a very good captain, actually. I think he did very well with it. Yeah, yeah. so. Yeah, no, it's a, it's a good one. And without, you know, seeming too fast, let's hope that the next one is pretty similar. Yeah, definitely. I think, I mean, let us know what your favourite moments of that Ryder Cup were. Um, if you've got any specific shots, specific uh, point wins, specific players that you really enjoyed watching, let us know. Um, but I guess that's just a quick overview of the the running order and, and what we 
thought about that weekend, really. Yeah, 100%. I mean, and it was just, uh, as, as they haven't yet moved it or, or postponed it, it was it's just got sort of good, got us looking forward to the next one this Later year, this year yeah, yeah. So. still scheduled for the 25th to 27th of September um, it hasn't been moved yet but I don't know whether it will it's, it's difficult to say really isn't it it's, it's so difficult because you just don't know uh, yeah you can never you could never call it I don't think um, I mean oh, we don't know 100% that it will go ahead no um, we, we've Obviously, it's difficult, as I just said, because there's not been much golf this year. We, we've done a little sort of... Uh, the standing standings at the moment uh, and what our captain's picks would be if we were the captains. So, Cal's taken the US team and I've taken the European team. I'll let you go first, Cal. So. Yeah, so based on the, the current rankings, um, Kepk, uh, Brooks Kepka, Dustin Johnson, Patrick Reed, Gary Woodland, Zander Schuff. Shuffler? Shuffley. Shuffley. Webb Simpson. Justin Thomas. Tiger Woods. Um, they're in. They're the eight. Um, eight in based on, based on the points so far. The, Tiger the Woods standards. getting in the point system. Yeah, yeah he's, he's in at eight at the minute. Yeah. So, um, so they would get uh, four captain's picks. So I've sort of chosen who, who I would take if it, was, if it was myself. I'd have Finau. Mm-hmm. I think Finau's had a good couple yeah, of Yeah, yeah. He's only got one... PJ Tour event win under his belt in uh, Panama or Peru or something like that. But it's not, not a massive. No, I just think he's Costa Rica. A, maybe I don't know. He's a he's a solid player. Yeah, um, yeah. He doesn't. I don't know. He doesn't seem to feel the pressure too much. Yeah. He's had some. He's had some big days where he's played well. Yeah, so. he's a lot of top ten finishes in Masters and yeah. other majors. So he's, he's he's a very good player. So Finau, Ricky Fowler, mm-hmm. uh, Bubba Watson, and mm-hmm. Phil Mickel- Phil Mickelson. As much as I didn't like him, he's, he's uh, for experience. I think yeah, he's, he's, he's had a lot of Ryder Cup experience in Presidents Cup that sort of format. Um, so my players, so the nine that automatically uh, yeah, nine qualify. Favorite, yeah. yeah, so. There's four from the race to Dubai point system. Yep. So that leading that is Tommy Fleetwood, then John Rahm, Rory McIlroy, and Victor Perez. Mm-hmm. And then it's the next five players from the world points ranking. Uh, so they would be Danny Willett, Matthew Fitzpatrick, Lee Westwood, uh, Tyrrell Hatton, and... Burnett uh, Weisberger. I'm not sure how to pronounce it to be honest. Lee Westwood, isn't that? Yeah, yeah, he's not having a bad season. Uh, It's nice seeing Lee Westwood back in the fold. Yeah, definitely. Um, And then my sort of three captain's picks would be uh, Ian Poulter, just because. He has to be. Yeah, I think he's. No matter how well he's playing, how poor he's playing. The Ryder Cup is so different for him. That's almost like a fifth major for him, or. or the major for him. Yeah, the ninth major for him, because <laughs> obviously every two years. Um, but, so to go, Ian Poulter, Sergio Garcia, and Justin Rose. There's a lot of young names in the automatic uh, selection process there. Yeah, just a bit so I'm just going for a bit more experience with those three. Padre Harrington. Exactly, yeah. Um, I just think those three players would be quite good ones. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully there is more golf to be played before... Uh, the Ryder Cup. 
So, yeah. you know, that that probably will change um, those people going. But, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I hope Westwood does go. Yeah, yeah, I'd like to see Westwood there, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah, more experience for, for the Europeans. Yeah, so we'll uh, leave that one there. We'll go for a quick break and uh, we'll be back in just a tick. Part three of the Plug Golf podcast, episode three. Um, as you know, we have a weekly discount code on golfbase.co.uk uh, for different products. This week, uh, we've got a really good one. Uh, so it's going to be £10 off of any handheld GPS device. Um, so I've got the four that we currently stock here. So it's the Bushnell Phantom handheld GPS, the Golf Buddy Voice X Compact Clip GPS, the Golf Buddy Voice 2 Rangefinder, and the Izzo Swami 6000 GPS. So they're all around £100, so £10 yeah, I mean, off. That, that Bushnell Phantom at £85 you'll be able to get it for. I mean, that's, a, that's yeah. an incredible deal. Yeah, really good deal. So the discount code for that will be Rider Cup, uh, all one word, um, so yeah, for £10 off any handheld GPS device on golfbase.co.uk. Um, if you've been keeping up with our social media accounts, uh, you know we've been running a competition for a couple of uh, Under Armour Golf bag towels. So I've got the winners to announce here. Um, congratulations on winning the black and white one. Uh, Lee Faulkner. Uh, at Lee Faulkner one on Twitter, so get in contact with us uh, to let us know your address, and we'll get it shipped out as soon as we do. Congratulations, Lee! Congratulations! And the winner of the red and blue is a Facebook entry of Michael Bardsley. Again, congratulations! Get in contact with us. Uh, drop us an email, message us on Facebook. However, you want to get in contact to claim your prize. Congratulations, Mickey. Um. Yeah, I mean, keep up to date with us for more competitions. Uh, if you're also following Golf Base on social media, um, which is obviously the company we work for, uh, we're currently running a competition on there as well on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Uh, so we got gifted some tight list AVX balls. Uh, Sixteen sleeves. Yeah. So it's four dozen, so we're giving away 16 individual winners, a sleeve of three AVX balls from Titleist. So head on over to Golfbase, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook for your chance to win a sleeve of those. Uh, have we had any questions this week, Cal? We've had a couple. Um, we've had one on Instagram from a Max underscore Hollowbone. He's, uh, he's remembered his question. If you could choose one European player to be paired with for the Ryder Cup, past or present, who are you going for and why? Uh, European player, I would like to play with Seve. Watching him play golf would be amazing, I think. Just, I, I think I, I'd just really enjoy it. I think trying to stay away from... You know, so if we don't, maybe don't do any Britons. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's fine. Yeah, we'll steer clear of the British players because there's some obvious answers in there. Obviously, we said 
last few weeks that we'd like to play with Poulter and Rose and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, so, Fleetwood and stuff. So I think yeah. I'd, I think I'd past my past choice would be Sebi Ballesteros. My current choice would be uh, Francesco Molinari. I think. But all about yourself, Cal. Nice. Um, yeah, I think. I think I just want to play with John Rahl. I want to play up, up close to John Rahl. I think that'd be that'd be good fun. Just yeah. seeing. I mean, I don't think I'll be able to drive it as far as him, <laughs> but it'd be it'd be good to see up close. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I mean that would be interesting. Yeah, Try and make it good happen, question, Max. <laughs> um, we've had a question on Facebook um, from who we believe to be our number one fan. Uh, Jackie Concarney. Oh, it is. Yeah, he's back in. Yeah. He said, Thanks uh, again for the question, Jackie. Uh, yeah. What is it? He said, Hi, guys. Thanks so much for answering my question on the pod last week. I really enjoyed listening to your answers. Uh, I also had Matt Letizia in my team, who he believes uh, plays off for. Yeah, OK. Um, he's asked, Can I flip my question around and ask you to create two five-a-side teams for a five-a-side Ryder Cup? Five goals to form... A Europe team and five to form a US team. Thanks, loving the pod, Jackie Concarney. Kiss. <laughs> Thanks, Jackie. Yeah, kiss is back. Um, the way we've taken it is they're playing football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we've got a five-a-side team of Americans and a five-a-side team of Europeans. Cal's on the Americans. I've taken the Europeans again. Yeah, it's it's difficult because I have no idea which of them like football or soccer. It's easy the other way around because a lot of footballers are known for when they retire or even when they're playing football to yeah. be playing golf yeah, to be ex-good at golf do you know what I mean so it's, it's easier to find out that than it, we found to find out whether yeah I've just gone on sort of age and sort of attributes what I think they can do athleticism almost yeah okay. so I've gone for I've got Tony Fee now as a sweeper keeper okay yeah uh, height height um, <laughs> so he's going at the back just in front of him I've got Ricky Fowler uh huh not really sure why. He's not too old. So he's going in there. He's got a pretty snazzy moustache with handlebars. Yeah. <laughs> <He's done. laughs> um, in midfield, in front of him, Thompson Spieth. Uh-huh. Good pairing. And that triangle of yeah. friends yeah. would be yeah. a bit of a chemistry. All three of them grew up together, I think. I think they're similar age. Grew up together playing golf. So I know they play golf in their spare time quite a lot together, the three of them. So yeah, be a bit of chemistry there, wouldn't there? Up top. Colin Morikawa. Okay. Yeah. 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 <laughs> for Colin. Um, hoping for a few goals. Yeah, from him. Yeah. But yeah, who have you got? Uh, I've got Henrik Stenson in between the posts. Again, I've just gone for height. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, I've gone at the back. Um, Matt Fitzpatrick as the sort of ball-playing defender going into midfield, making them David Luiz-type runs. Oh, nice. Um... <laughs> And covering him at the back, again, I've just got on age, Tommy Fleetwood, I think. Okay. I don't know whether he's any good at football, but he's in the, at the back. He's got snazzy hair. Covering, exactly. Uh, the Maldini look, that's well. Yeah, that's no, my thought. Smart. Um, middle of the park, I've got Tyrrell Hatton. Um, he's not, doesn't look exactly the most athletic, but I think hey, in the middle of the ball, he's about spray a few balls about, do you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, and then up, up top... I've got a bit more height again, uh, Eric Van Rooyen. Oh, so okay. he'd uh, he'd get up there. I think he'd get in there with some diving headers and some uh, Peter Crouch style chest and volley. Yeah, but I've got a female sweeper keeper. So yeah, true. Yeah, 
Yeah. That'd be interesting <laughs> to see. If anyone could make that happen, that'd uh, be... We'll pay absolutely nothing, but we'll come. Oh, yeah, it'd be, it'd be great to watch. Yeah. That'd yeah. be a good spectator sport. Yeah, anyone at the PGA Tour listening, uh, let us know. <laughs> <laughs> right, now, let's look ahead to next week. We've done a poll on Twitter, um, done it through the Golf Base account, and to see what you guys want us to talk about next week. Uh, the answer was uh, top ten courses. So we're going to have a chat so, about we'll, we'll courses com- we'd like to play, courses we have played, maybe. Yeah, we'll, comp- we'll compile our own list of top tens each, and then we'll just have a chat around those top tens. Um, yeah, uh, we'll maybe we'll, we'll throw in some ones that we have played that some of you guys might have played, might not have played. They're going to be. I think we've played more local than anything else, both of us. So. Uh, we'll, yeah, try we and get, have, we'll try and get a few local ones in there, try and get some that we want to play, sort of Britain-wise, some that we want to play worldwide. But um, If any of you can let us know um, the favorite, your favourite course that you've played, um, that'd be great, and we'll read some out. Yeah, and also let us, know lets us know which ones you'd want to play. Yep. We'll try and figure out, like, a listener's top ten as well. Yeah, if we can, yeah. So please get in touch and, yeah, and let us know. George, definitely. where can they find us? They can find us on... Twitter at Plugged Golf Pod. Yes. On Facebook, just search Plugged Golf. Mm-hmm. Uh, on Instagram, it's Plugged underscore Golf. Indeed. And you can drop us an email. It's PluggedGolf at gmail.com. And where can they find us personally, Cal? Uh, myself on Twitter at Cal Stone Street. And I'm on Instagram uh, at Bakes98. That's B A K E S 98. It is indeed. And on Twitter, I'm George Baker underscore. So, don't forget, we've got the discount code live as of now on golfbase.co.uk. It's Ryder Cup for any handheld GPS device, and that gives you £10 off. So, that is a pretty good deal, as you said before. The Bushnell Phantom at £85. So, they're all in there and thereabouts around £100. So, £10 off is a pretty good deal. But, um, yeah, so we look forward to speaking to you guys next week about our top 10 golf courses. And we look forward to maybe hearing some of your replies or emails or messages about your favourite courses. But I think for episode three, uh, that's about it. Indeed, and I'll finish off your Hot House 13. Thanks, bye!